So deciding that I've not been here for the past few podcasts, I've decided to take over. Um, I'm now the executive <laughs> producer at every single podcast on first time and full time football, um, and Truff is getting whittled out. Basically, he's Thank on a God. he's on a performance improvement plan, and he doesn't deserve to have the host uh, title anymore. And then he's on a half a bit of ah. <laughs> So, and and my first order would be bring back Nicky because he was secretly sacked and try to get whittled out of the system, but I was not having it. So Nicky is now the right hand man, and now the other executive oh, producer of all the podcasts. And Trump is now on a final warning. So if he says anything out of line this podcast, please, listeners, comment and tell me straight away if you were offended, disgusted, <laughs> anything Trump says, because I know me and Nicky are. I'm going to say I'm today, I think. <laughs> and that Truff. is why Trump's going to get sacked after this podcast. Trump, that is disgusting. <laughs> that is vile, Trump. Just to use on myself. Hey, right, right, so um, <laughs> we're talking about. Do you not have family? I know. Hi, Gran. Oh God. <laughs> um. So today we're talking about Baby Driver. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, joking yeah. about hosting by the way, guys. I'm like, oh, oh my oh, God. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, now the way. Uh, I wasn't joking about hosting. I'm actually hosting today because it's my favourite film of all time, and it's Baby is it Driver. Actually? It is, mate. It's class. That's your favourite film of all time. So, and you've not even watched it. It's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen it. I've just not watched it recently. <laughs> so we're watching. Uh, we'll talk about Baby Driver today, directed by Edgar Wright, who famously directed the Cornetto trilogy as well. So that's Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. And the world's end, which most people have seen, but people weren't weren't like what the ones I'm looking for here. One expecting that's it. One expecting Baby Driver to be the next one because obviously Sean and Simon Pegg and Nick Frost were these two main guys. Then he went over to this thing. So it's written by Edgar Wright as well, as well as directed, and it came out in 2017 with a budget of 34 million dollars. It made 226.9 million dollars. So I'm going to go to Nicky first, who's yes. obviously so in tune with it. He knows exactly what happened beat by beat. I'm going to ask you, how did you think of it, mate? What did you think happened? But I fact, loved it. No, fact, tell me what happened, mate. Well, I've seen it. I remember it. He, uh, he's, a, he's a baby. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. He gets called baby. He likes his chins and that. He's got tinnitus because his mum and dad have died. And then Kevin's it steals a car for Kevin's Spacey and Kevin Spacey's like, right, you know you can't work for us then. So he goes and works and then he's wanting out and Kevin Spacey's like, nah. Now you know it. And he has to do one more hang. Uh-huh. Okay, right, so um, that was uh, smashing me. I appreciated that a lot. Um Truff, I'm gonna go to you. Uh-huh. When you talk about it, what did you? What was your thoughts on it? Uh, I um, was buzzing for this when it came out. I fell in love with the trailer, and I love. You've mentioned the Cornetto trilogy there. Right, I'm not hosting, mate. Scott Scott Pilgrim versus the World is probably my favourite of his movies. Apart from this, um, I think that he went away from the sort of British comedy humour that he went with the Cornetto trilogy into this more Americanised way of filmmaking. Um, and don't forget, he was meant to do Ant-Man before this as well. So Correct, I, yes. I was pretty excited. I was like, what's this guy going to do? He's a big fuck you to Marvel. And see, to be honest, in hindsight, a movie about a young boy working for Kevin Spacey for 10 years and basically a slavery environment is kind of like off-putting now. 
no, no, no. Trump, no, this is why. Trump, that's, that's another, right, I'm writing this down, Trump. See your perm, performance improvement plan. It's getting written down right now. Mate, I'm telling you, that I got a poster from this from the Odin from Sweeney and I put it in my wall and then <laughs> everything was in display and then the Kevin Spacey stuff came out and I had to like move an all our poster over his face. I was like, no, that's not going to do. Like, <laughs> just got Tom Holland Spider-Man covering half the Baby Driver poster. <laughs> a wee boy that shoots webs. Your walls that are pure <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 let's go back. A wee boy that shoots webs at enemies and you put him over Kevin Spacey. Hmm. I think Spider-Man is the, the right guy to defeat this villain. I think he's the man. Uh, as much as I would love to talk about Spider-Man, uh, Audi, uh, let's just move. Baby Driver's about a getaway driver who, at a young age, was uh, got tetanus from a car accident that his mum and dad were in as well, and they both died in the accident. And then a couple of years later, he tries to rob... He tries to steal a Mercedes, and who owns that Mercedes but Kevin Spacey's character, Doc, who organises bank robberies by the looks of it. There's nothing really explained as to what he actually does, but it just looks like Big he... gangster. Aye, essentially. So to repay him for all the stuff that was in the Mercedes and the Mercedes itself, he said, right, you're going to be a my getaway driver, because at 11, he's seen a lot in him. Because he could drive, and at a small age, he can even look over the wheel. <laughs> I bet he could see a lot of him, Kevin Spacey. What a fucking dirty bastard. Truffles, you know, he's, he's not <laughs> Kevin Spacey in this film. He's a character. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. He's Doc. Kevin Spacey's a different person. Mm, well, that's oh, just, just spiralling out of control. Just Truff's absolute bitterness. <laughs> notice, notice that when Truff's not the host, he's no fake laughing all the time. Let's talk about that for a bit. <laughs> I, that, it's, that's it. a very good point. He's mad. <laughs> and then sudden stop. <laughs> I don't have to put on that host persona where I'm like happy and everything. I'm not actually seeing so the people life. Are pretty, we've got to deal with all I'm things. Pretty, I'm, I'm a miserable, people I'm see miserable the fact guy. that we were whittled out because we were trying to tell the truth, just like the victims of Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh my Kevin God. Campbell is Kevin Spacey. You know, one, one week, I don't know if I've said this, and I don't know how long ago it was, David actually texted me and asked me to sit out of one of the podcasts. <laughs> because you, oh, he said do you Nikki, really want to be Nikki, on this one Nikki, this, like, is, Nikki, this is why I'm here I'm here to take over I'm, <laughs> I'm not here to take part anymore I'm here to take over <laughs> so we're back we're watching Baby Driver and I'm hosting it so we're talking Ansel Egot as the Baby Driver we've got Kevin Spacey and Lily James in it as well Nikki what did you yeah. think Ansel Egot in this uh, he kind of irritated me a wee bit I like what the character in that but he was just so rude See, he's mad, he's mad listening to his tunes and people are trying to work and he's pure dancing around them and that. Yep. That would irritate nah. the life. I mean, you'd be like, get out of the way, you'd take your earphones out. What would you say your favourite part in the film is? <laughs> Don't ask uh, the, bit where he, the bit where he... I've, I've seen this movie a couple of times. You start getting this batted right back at you. The bit where he gives that woman a bag back. I like that. <laughs> right, okay. Why did you like that bit the most? Because it showed that he was actually nice, and that's how you end up with the people testifying and his oh, defence right, okay, and that. Okay, well done, mate, well done. Boom. <laughs> Nicky, you've absolutely shown yourself today, I love it. Tough. Yes. What's your favourite part in this film? Um, anything with Isaac Gonzalez in it, mate. She is the fucking darling of this movie. Anything she's on screen, I get very excited. I is like the guys bit... you like? Shut up. Good <laughs> <laughs> man. Wow, okay, well, this is, no. uh, it's just, it's lowbrow human, isn't it, Nicky? It's just a bit lowbrow. Uh, <laughs> the Perry's, I nah. keep going like this, I swear to God. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I like uh, Buddy and Darling in this movie. For me, they were the best parts about it. I'd love a spin-off of those two. And see, just the bits where uh, they are talking 
like in the car mm-hmm. uh, with um, baby. Like I just love it because see, before they take the villainous turn, they just you just think they're nice folk. You know what I mean? They see, just the thing, think it's very pleasant. The serious thing is though the the thing with this film, I don't think there's a clear villain in this as well. So it's even though Kevin Spacey is technically the villain, he's the one that's making the bank robberies. You've got um, Bats as well, who's just mental. But like mm. he gets his just desserts from Baby. But see with Buddy and Doc, like Doc at the very end realizes he's like he's just a kid and he's falling in love. I'm gonna help him out, and he gets him away, and then Doc ends up getting shot. And yeah. he, the same with Buddy. What was I saying? Buddy and Alan. See when they they two are like obviously from this get go, they're so entwined. And then when she dies, he loses it. And you can understand why. And then I love the fact that it's such it's got such an Edgar Wright touch to it. So throughout the Cornetto trilogy, there's bits here and there. You see different flavours of Cornetto, different callbacks, that, like stuff like that. So an example of that is when you see, um, what's his face? The guy at the very start who's in Walking Dead, who's the Punisher. What's his name again, Chuff? Give me a hand here. John Berthnall? No. Is that it? The Punisher? I think so. Oh, it is? John Bethnal. Yeah. Right, so... Um, I do like that. I was just about to say that. Uh, <laughs> but he's at the very start, so he's like the the bats before bats. So he's like annoying baby, and he's wanting to know what's happening. He's kind of like opening up like what the film's about. So he's asking Doc, what, why is he like this? Is he... Slow? Like, he says retarded, and then Kevin Spacey character, Doc, just turns around and goes, was he slow? That's the first thing he thinks of. He's like, he better not be slow. Yeah. And it's stuff like that because he's always talking about it. he's fast and he knows what he's doing. Uh, and then once the last line he says and when he's going down the elevator, he says, if you don't see me again, I'm dead. And you don't see him again in the film. So you make an assumption, he's mm. dead. So it's stuff like that. And then uh, oh, good. You, get, you get different callbacks to like, like another the right thing is like taking just bits of like, lines from different films or something like that and just using it so there's a bit when he's flicking through channels and Monsters Inc comes on there's a line of friendship and then he quotes it to Doc and then Doc realises later on in the film that he's quoting <laughs> Monsters Inc to him and stuff like that I think <laughs> that's, that's why funny. like it's the same with Sean the Dead Hot Fuzz and World's End I've seen people say that Baby Driver's not as rewatchable as those three but that's, that's all the Huey because... I don't I can I agree with that I've never had that in the no, I see but... it on Netflix all the time I just think no you're just a I've fucking seen... weirdo I've, enough, yeah. I've seen the film um, at least 20 times now and every time I've watched it it's like Hot Fuzz when you watch it again and again and again there's wee hangs here and there you just notice Hot Fuzz exactly mate this is why I've seen this I've watched Baby Driver like five times I haven't rewatched any of the Canal Trilogy I've rewatching something for years about a hundred times. You watch things you don't like about five times. <laughs> no, I don't. No, that's a lie. That is just a lie. No, I'll find Baby Driver a lot more watchable than the the Cornetto trilogy. As mm-hmm. like, um, this is easier to watch. Like the Cornetto trilogy is funny, but it's all dry humor that I need to pay attention to. I can just watch this guy drive people about and get into gunfights and car chases like over and over again. It's much more of a popcorn film, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's an insult. No. Mm-hmm. It's Edgar Wright, he got he got a budget to do what he wanted, and I don't know if you know this, but uh, as a certain, I can't remember what it's called again, there's a, a band, right, that Edgar Wright was associated with, and basically they wanted a music video done, so mm-hmm. they got uh, Noel Fielding, and Nick Frost, and a few other like, British actors to do it. Noel Fielding from the Big Fat Quiz, eh? Aye, aye, the very one, the one from, uh, what do you call it? Uh, he done a show as well. What's it called? Did he? 
I just uh, know him from the big fat quiz. Well, I no fielding. No so, fielding. It was I, Mighty Bush. Mighty Bush, that's what I'm talking about. So there's a song called Blue Song by Mint Royale, and it's basically, this was made, that was in 2009, right? Mm-hmm. So 2009, they made this music video, and no fielding's a getaway driver, and there's three guys in the back seat, and they're going to rob a bank. But Neil Fielding's, Neil Fielding's character is exactly <laughs> Neil Fielding. <laughs> Neil Fielding. Neil, Fiel- Neil Fielding's character <laughs> Neil Fielding. <laughs> wanting to do it within the time of a song, which is Blue Song. So he plays it and he's dancing. Like it's three minute song, just him dancing in the car while he's waiting and these guys robbing a bank and he sees different things and it's the exact same as Baby Driver. So that's his inspiration from it was this one music video that he made in two thousand nine and it's now moved over to two thousand seventeen. If you nice so I would highly advise watching that music video because it's absolutely class and I mean you watch it, it's weird knowing that that's Baby Driver now. Do you know what's um, weird though? I'm entirely convinced this is what we would have got with his Ant Man movie as well. Because oh, no, the, the fact it's still a heist movie, you know what I mean? The fact yeah, that they yeah, kept yeah. it as a heist movie from his original script, it makes me wonder. Like, I don't, I like Dad Man as it was, but it makes me kind of wish that I get to see his version of it. The one thing I, mean? I will say when I seen Ant Man, I went to see Ant Man and I walked it to cinema and I remember saying to my pal that there was hints of Edgar Wright in there. The way Paul Rudd was kind of acting, like some of the, mm-hmm. somebody said and all that, it was very Edgar Wright ish. But it was. Yes, one, it was thing not, one thing we've not mentioned. Is the score right? Mm. The the music. Who is that? Did Me? somebody just make an? Did some? I knew David. you were going to ask about this, right? The music's great. The, it is great, right? I can't, but it's not great in the same way that Guardians of the Galaxy is great. I never, you know what I mean? Right? No, I'm not saying. What are you talking about? I'm should, just saying, right? I that's know what like saying, saying, "Oh, I like soup, but it's not as good as steak." It's in the same. There's different classes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no, but I get. You know, I'm really going to say it's all in time and stuff like that. And it's great editing. It's wonderful, right? But there's not a song that I'd pick out from this movie and be like, "I'm going to listen to that in the gym." You're at it, right? So, see the very start of this film. The very, I honestly would argue to anyone that this is probably got the best opening scene in a film ever. Mm. And that's a fact, right? Because it shows off everything you need to know that there's this young guy, and it's like one scene there's a bit when there's a shotgun getting shot within the bank, and baby freezes, right? He doesn't know what to do because he doesn't want him to get hurt or killed. He just wants the job to get done and over with. So, he listens to music and he's got earphones in, and you can see that he's just. He's in time with the music, and David should a wee uni film wank that knows yes. exactly what the term is. There's a term which music gets played within a film, and the writers, and I can't remember the term of it. Diegetic. Diegetic, right. So it's all that within the film. So every bit of music you hear is diegetic within Baby, and everyone else hears it. So the very first song is Bell Bottoms, which I didn't like. The, the best thing, I think the best thing about um, like an album or a score. You don't know any of the songs, and then you like the songs after you see it because of the film. Mm-hmm. So 90% of that album is amazing due to this film, and there's reason why I love it. So I'm going to move it to Nikki. Nikki, did you like the music in this? I thought it could have been used a bit better. Go. But I did like it. I don't know. Just, I prefer hearing songs that I know. I like hearing songs going on that start. I like how he's seen like Quentin Tarantino films recently. He's been using songs that have been in other movies, and you're like, oh, that was for that thing. Yeah. I would say it gives me my buzz in the films. Right. Tough. I think, I think uh, you've, you've made your point. You've no, but point, I, I, like, he's talking nonsense. I, I won't listen to his nonsense because he wouldn't Tough have known. Opinion. No, but you, no, you wouldn't have known any of the songs from Kill Bill and no, Pulp Fiction, right? 
unless you'd seen Pulp Fiction before, you learned those songs because of this that This is movie. what I mean. This is the point I'm making. Yeah, but now I'm not like that. See, when I watched Pulp Fiction before, <laughs> so I was dead open-minded and stuff. No, no. Uh, I just think the score's up there with Guns of Galaxy and Pulp Fiction, in my opinion. I just think that if you oh, watch it back... Because a lot of films, I feel like... They... Remember, I've not watched it back that much. I might watch it now and think, I see amazing. And you will, when you love it. So, the way I see it is, see, when you you watch it, like, most films, they kind of cut songs off, so, like, they'll, like, cut off a bridge or they cut off a verse just to get quicker to the chorus. I feel like in a lot of movies, in that way, like, Guns of Galaxy's bad for it, where, like, Mr. Blue Sky and stuff, I think, yeah. they cut out a verse. But with this, it's they play the full song all the way through, and they make it work. So when, when they're playing a seven-minute song, then that means Baby's going to be driving for seven minutes of pure and utter mentalness and how good he is. And it shows that he's driving in time with the music and driving professionally and driving well, essentially. So I'm just raging and bottom my heart that Truff's still here. Um, <laughs> And he's made these absolute vulgar comments towards this absolute sensational soundtrack. I never said it was a bad soundtrack. I just like, said... What was what that? Is... The what song? What happened there? T-Rex, Debra, something that's called. Ah. I think her name was Debra. Oh, ah. Debra's ah. lovely. Lily James. T-Rex what? are a great band. Lily James is a, a great... Do you know she came out, like, this is the first thing I saw her in. And I wasn't convinced by her because I was kind of like, oh, she's a bit of a, I don't know, wet blanket. She wasn't that exciting in this. And then I seen the new Mamma Mia movie and I was like, Lily James is class. So now every time I watch this movie, I'm like, remember how good she was in Mamma Mia? She was amazing. Truff, I'm going to put it towards you. So Ansel Egot, mm-hmm. he's, um, the only thing I know him from is Fault in Our Stars with uh-huh. Cara Delevingne. Yeah. Did you, did you see this film? No. I've never seen him in anything else. That's the only thing I've seen him in. That's surprising. I actually, I've wrote this question down. I've also made an ask myself. Right. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> no, okay. Have you seen Fault in Our Stars? No. Okay, right. That. Okay, let's call that. Right. Um, <laughs> Take this and no down for the schedule. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. To be honest, though, I'm kind of like, I'm glad I've seen him in this. Like, nothing against Fault in Our Stars and maybe being presumptuous, but it just sounds like another one of those sad teen movies that come out every sort of few years based on a book and they're all the same as each other and I'm not going to care about it. All right. So I'm glad that I've only seen him in this and I'm not shaped by the opinion of that movie. Wow, right, okay. Uh, he also he also should have been Han Solo as well. From this film alone, I think you could, yeah, because he's got that face. I think he's got that, like, resting face of Han Solo. Yeah. Of just being constantly quite cool looking. Mm-hmm. He does um, He does have a cool look about him. Like, I'm looking at his Wikipedia the now, and he's just he's staring off into the distance. And I'm like, what's he thinking about? I don't know, smuggling an earth herder, who knows? I don't want to know what you're thinking of what you're thinking about. <laughs> After the absolute rocky start of this podcast. Um, but so, just staying on Edgar Wright for two minutes. Um, so, Baby Driver's a great film, but see the rest of these films. So, uh, Nikki, see Shaun of the Dead, yes. Hot Fuzz, World's End. Out of three of them, what do you think is the best out of that trilogy? I've never seen World's End, but Hot Fuzz is the best. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sound. Hot Fuzz is obviously the best. Like, it's- just nah, nah. Hot Fuzz is what Twitter wants you to think. Hot Fuzz is the best. Hot Fuzz is what Twitter wants you to think. Yeah, 
Hot Fuzz. No, Hot Fuzz Hot is Fuzz. a version. No, I'm not saying Hot, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is up there with my favourite versions of Hot Fuzz. No, it's same. And it's same. It's an absolutely sensational film, but Shaun of the Dead has more rewatchable value and is, I think... No, I've seen Hot Fuzz. I've, read that. I've seen Hot Fuzz to the point where I can watch it. Hot Fuzz is on every, every Thursday on ITV2, guaranteed. Absolutely <laughs> show that film. But I can, I so I can say the whole so Hot Fuzz thing. I've watched it over and over. I used to watch it, the bonus features all the time. I've written... I'm going <laughs> to... Inject a wee bit of controversy into this here because, Aye, because it won't be your real, real opinion. I'm just trying to seem fancy. I would <laughs> argue <laughs> <laughs> that At World's End has the most emotional uh, resonance, uh, yes. resonance of the three. It's about friendship. Mm-hmm. What are the other two about? Zombies and policemen. This is about friendship. No, 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 no. You're getting it twisted. Hot Fuzz is you're not about policemen. Hot Fuzz is about friendship as well. No, you're it's fucking Danny Ren jumps in front of him. It's about cuts for him. And it's about policemen. And it's not as good as it's Guys, 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 guys. You need to just calm down and let me tell you the answers. So, Shaun of the Dead is about how a failing guy he doesn't know what he wants doing he's like he's selling tellies for a living and he's on the verge of breaking up with his birthday he actually breaks up with his birthday to start the outbreak and eventually learns that he needs to get his act together and keep going because that's what like Frost and Edgar Wright made the film for they made like oh they could they kept going to this pub over and over again that's why they kept they made mention of Winchester because they kept going to this pub they felt like they were in a vicious cycle so once he realized like what would make us actually get up and do stuff a zombie outbreak it's more about a zombie outbreak chuff. You need to get your act together and realise it. I said the hot fuzz is not about police zombies. or a cult. It's about their friendship, an unlikely partnership that they're both kind of weird about and then it ends up that he wants to die for them. So every other buddy cop, maybe, aye? Just saying. It's not about police. <laughs> <laughs> and also, that's the point of it. Do you know that's why it's called hot fuzz? Because they said that all police movies are just two random words at point break. Which makes no sense. So he said, "Top us." Just That's means true. that. I'm being, I'm being facetious, Nicky. I was just trying to get. Yeah, you've been a dick. I've been trying to get you wound up. <laughs> the Chuff has just got attitude because he's getting sacked at the end of this podcast. He's absolutely out. I he's know because you've taken over. <laughs> exactly. The two boys with new jobs. And like Chuff, who's absolutely humped it. Who's <laughs> fucking a dick. Wow. <laughs> Right. It's glad uh, to feel loved. It's nice to feel loved. Um, so carrying on, I think that this film genuinely encapsulates. It's just fun. It's just a big fun film, and it doesn't stop because I feel like even though it's about a getaway driver and about bank robberies, about moving from A to B, I think even when he's not in his car, it's constantly moving as well due to the music and the fact that he's got a deaf foster parent as well. When he's like, because he's like sign language, it's constantly moving and flowing and. The, the conversations as well is just all one big like push so even though it's an hour and a half long it doesn't feel like that it feels like 40 minutes because it's just constantly moving and moving and moving until the very end where it slows all the way down and he gets caught and jailed and then five years later he gets out of jail and they'll go off into the sunset but she's definitely been cheating on him but 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 she I, bring it, I bring it back to the fact that a sequel's been announced so Truff, I want you to tell me what you think a sequel to Baby Driver is going to be about. Uh, first of all, I don't want a sequel to Baby Driver. I think they should leave it well enough alone. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a fucking class movie. Um, and I don't actually know where they're going with the story. I don't know how you write this story. Because what's he going to do? He's going to do an R job again. Is she going to get kidnapped? Like, that sounds shite to me. You know what I mean? The only but... thing you could possibly do, maybe, is 
the fact that John Berthold's character, it's not entirely confirmed if he's dead or alive. If that criminal empire he works for has been taken down and he blames Baby for it, you could have him come and seeking revenge or something like that. But to, for me, I just don't think they should make a sequel. I would agree with you, but it's, it's Edgar that's taking it on again. And it's he's he wrote the first one, so he knows what he's doing. He, he feels like he's left it unfinished. So himself, in his own creation, he feels like he's unfinished and he's going to push for another one. Mm. So do you think that gives it a wee bit of faith? No, I think he's wrong. Um, I don't... <laughs> I just... I really don't. Like, I don't see where this story's going. I think it's just Hollywood are throwing enough money at him for him to say yes. Like, in all seriousness. And I just don't think that it's going to work. You've got a movie, Baby Driver, that caught lightning in a bottle and for what it was at the time was the perfect summer blockbuster. It did. It just came, <laughs> it came out at the right time when we hadn't had enough independent stuff coming out. You know what I mean? Because it's all been... And I love Marvel movies, but everything in the summer is always superhero movies or uh, The Rock's making a film. You know what I mean? This was something different. It was something people wanted to see. If we're just turning this into another franchise, it becomes like everything else. You know what I mean? Nicky, I'll bring it to you. Do you want to see a sequel? i go for it. <laughs> I'll go down See Stuff like Pure precious about things Now nah, go for it I feel like I'm on both sides I feel like I leave it alone Because it Capped it off nicely And it Showed you that Even though Even like the very end I had a message of Even if you're in bad times And you, you can't You're not always a bad guy And you can Get folk who Stick up for you And show you that You're not actually a bad guy So therefore I think he got It was 25 years and then it reduced to 35. So even though he still, like, it wasn't as if he was a lot let off Scott Free, still done the time he still got out, and then they just drove off. But again. But what does he do now? Because he's went through his arc. He's like, right, I'm out of this life. Are we just going to be like, oh, he's back in this life again? Luke has been thrown back into the action. You know what I mean? That's stupid. No, not necessarily. I think I like the idea of maybe, it's maybe no bank nobody's in, but something else to do with what driving he can do, what he's capable of because we've seen that small bit in the film when he becomes a delivery driver and how cool is that? Like, I, I don't know about you, but I find that heavy cool the fact that he can actually like do that for everything else and he's actually making folk happy by driving but who knows, it might be say 40 years into the future and babysit away and he, and he wants to drive as well, you never know Oh, don't do that, Luke. That's like every other <laughs> reboot that's coming out. They're like, oh, they had kids and now the kids are the Ghostbusters. No, I don't want that. I want them to leave it alone. And if they don't leave it alone... I will too I'm, bad. I'm You're not in charge. I'm not... I, like, I, I'm not Edgar Wright, right? But I just think that... <laughs> Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright, right? It's just Edgar Wright. He's not planned. <laughs> I would hit back... One, one sec. Right, I would hit back that he's planned a sequel. The se- right, success... Studio's interested in it. Uh, right has shown El got a copy of a completed script. Right, wow. Right. He's completed a script. Well done to him. Fuck off. <laughs> On that bombshell, uh, I don't think there's anything else to say about this fantastic film because it seems as though we've got two conflicting opinions. And I'm glad I've got the two years on because you're both off opposite ends of the spectrum, to be honest. And, and I'm not talking each other. <laughs> I think that's evident in this whole podcast today. Um, I, I thought it was a good film. Like, I, I thought it was an excellent film. So that's why I'm annoyed that they're making a sequel. Like, it's not that I don't want them to do uh, Edgar Wright to do another thing. He was making another movie about grasshoppers fucking each other that I heard about ages ago that sounds incredible. I just don't want a sequel to Baby Driver. The one thing I will say, though, is see the cast in a whole. Is it not surprising to you, though, the fact of how big the cast is? Like, you've seen Flea for Red Hot Chili Peppers in it as well. I thought that was Will Ferrell. 
personal hand, that's a drummer for Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Apparently, there's a guy called Big Boy and Killer Mike in it in the restaurant. I don't know who Big Boy is, but he sounds cool. But like you've got Jamie Foxx, you've got Kevin Spacey, you've got Lily James, and you've got just the whole cast, and it just shows you that how like Edgar Wright still looks like he still when you see interviews him, he still seems like a normal guy that just makes independent films, but he just gets so this big reach. So I think he gets trusted a lot with a lot of properties and like his own creation essentially that's why he probably wants to make a sequel i think he wants to make a sequel definitely wants to do that because see truff i disagree with you the fact that you're saying that hollywood's throwing money at him when he's going to do it because hollywood threw a lot of money at him to do ant-man and he backed out with that and that's all that's like probably peak money i'd say that's a different situation though mm. i think he mm. was annoyed more that he had developed that movie for like 10 years plus and then the mcu came along and they asked him to change everything like, you know what I mean? I think that was a slightly different situation. Like, he didn't have creative control. No, well, aye, that's what I mean. Like, he's, even though he might have all that money been thrown at him for a sequel, he still looks like he's got full creative control over it. But it's probably, you would have probably got more money doing Ant-Man. And he would have been like, no, I don't want to do it anymore because they know how good he is. This is the point I'm making. He's got to that reach in Hollywood now. He's got so many actors he can bring in because he's trusted. I hope I'm wrong, right? I'm, I, I hope yeah, I'm, I'm just telling you right now. You're I, hope a, I hope a baby driver sequel comes out and it's the best thing we've ever seen. Right, I'd love that. Right, I just don't think it will be. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I just don't want the first movie to be ruined. Like, there's been hundreds of sequels that came out over the years that have ruined the first one. You know what I mean? And it just makes you look back and think, nah, that's just as these good. You know what I mean? So, I, I'm not wanting that to happen to baby all, driver. All I'm going to say is, right, everyone said that about Empire Strikes Back and now look at it. How do you know what they said? I you was there. Here. I was there. <laughs> you weren't there. I was. You didn't know. So you've lost it. You've lost the pot, by the way. You've lost it. You've gone I off the vault. But on I that note, I feel like I feel like the film was I feel like it's just you can put it on any time during the day. You don't have to pay attention to it as Trump says and you can just let it go. And it's just so fun to watch. Like every scene is just so fun, and it doesn't. It just makes you want to get in your motor and scratch your motor, eh, Truff? But it makes you want to go in your motor and just drive, like go oh. mental. Okay. Uh, and for, <laughs> and for the viewers, Truff just got a new car three days later. Scratches it. Hmm. It was Shania's fault. Wasn't my fault. You've not to told me the story. Right, so I was leaving my grands and driving down the hill, right? So I bought a new aux cable and I put it in. I put on uh, When by Shania Um I wouldn't say it. Um, early in the morning for that. But anyway, so I didn't realise when you have an aux cable and the charger cable in at one time, it makes this like weird crackly noise. So it started to make a really bad noise and I was like, ah! So I went to go and pull the aux cable out, but as I did that, like, I pure went over and then, yeah, drove into a wall. Um, yeah, so, so um, that's a lesson. The lesson, lesson. Is, the lesson to this podcast, which I'm going to end every podcast like this, a lesson for the listeners, um, that if you're going to drive, don't be a fucking idiot. And don't change the music before you start driving. No, change the music before you start driving. Don't change it while you're reversing or moving forward. <sighs> that is daft. I don't think that's the real lesson here, Look, I, I think the, I the real, real lesson is that you shouldn't be driving. <laughs> I, I think it's don't listen to Shania when you're in first gear. That's the lesson, all right? So you were on your gear. phone while driving? I wasn't on my phone while driving, no. I was trying to take the aux cable out. Hello at Police Scotland. Um, I hope you're listening. Uh, <laughs> that we've got a criminal on our hands. 
Uh, but guys, I think that wraps up part one. Oh, lovely. I'm glad we all enjoyed it. I'm glad we're now moving forwards in first type films into a new horizon, a better way of thinking. Me and Nikki are going to take charge and take over. And it's the going Rebels to be beautiful. Are... The Rebels have won once again. And Truff is <laughs> on his way out. He's a criminal and he's he's a rebel to the Imperial Senate and he must die. Yeah. So, <laughs> at what point are you two just rambling like idiots? Like, like enough, at what point like, are you just not shutting up? No matter what's happening. <laughs> so, on that note, thanks for listening for part one, part two very soon. Part two, guys. Here we go. This Here is we it. are. This is where we are. I've managed to calm down Nicky and Truff. And I want to say, listeners, this is quite a hard job. And I must say, I'll give it to Truff. He's managed to contain himself. But see, when he's not a host, he just barks at Nicky. And it's a bullying in the workplace kind of scenario. Yes, I've spent the entire show <laughs> telling me how I'm useless and sad. <laughs> Don't tell me this is bullying. Right, I'm filing a complaint to HR. It's like as but see, well, when you're host, you're also HR. I would happily like to see you, but at the same time, I wouldn't. <laughs> HR would not like to see you. But a couple of news. I'm not going to be honest. I'm a very unprepared host. I must say so myself. Um, I, so I'm just going to absolutely ad lib and just just go for it here. And I'm seeing a couple of things about. I want to see Truff's contra- Truff loves a controversy. Doesn't yeah, Truff? I love so, it. Apparently, the actress who plays Mulan. Yes, but oh, I support. didn't see this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know for the, for the listeners, right? So apparently, Disney, the lassie who plays Mulan in the new upcoming live-action Disney film remake of Mulan, sparks controversy by supporting the Hong Kong police. Truff, you've got the floor, on you go. I think this is hilarious, right? Because <laughs> Disney were thinking when Mulan... We are going to make this PC. We're going to move away from the problems of yesteryear. We're going to get a full Chinese authentic cast. And you know what? That's going to be the best PR exercise in the planet. And look how that's went for you. Look how wrong that's went. You hired a police state <laughs> sympathizer as your Disney princess. Now, I, I, I wait, so wait, what's happened? I'm so <laughs> Basically, she supports a police state. Like she's like Hong Kong's become like the police are um, being aggressive and violent and arresting folk and stuff like that, and she's like, yeah, of course I support that and all that, uh, and saying like she basically supports a police state and she's and the star she of Mulan. Did she say she does No, she's not. She's in America. She's making Disney films, mate. She can say whatever she wants, right? And I think it's one of those ones where there's nothing Disney can actually do about this because she's the star of the movie. And I know myself what it's like to try and write out a star of your film. It's not fun. It's, it's not fun at all. right? There's no way that Disney can recast Mulan or anything at this point. So they're going to just need to do damage control. And damage control for this is just to completely ignore it, which I will find hilarious. There's nothing they can do here. Absolutely nothing. Well... <laughs> now that rants about I'm absolutely nicking no offence I'm not going to go to you mate because I have absolutely <laughs> no clue on this uh, no. the, I'm not saying that in a bad way I don't know anything either but I just seen it and thought Truff the only man on the planet who cares about this <laughs> will have an absolutely huge opinion on it but a couple of other things to talk about so there's a little woman trailer that's mm. came out as well I've not seen it but Truff has Nicky yeah. have you watched it? no <laughs> right <laughs> So Truff going to get again Truff you and Little Women trailer. It looked alright, it was a bit boring. It just looked like Pride and Prejudice, but slightly different with new actors. Right, boring, like, moving on. Um... It was boring, like there's nothing else to say about it. Like there's 
fair Meryl Streep's in it. It'll get an Oscar nomination. Oh, right. Enough of that. Your Meryl Streep obsession is unbelievable. So, <laughs> I don't know if any of you seen Venom. Did anybody see Venom? Nope. <laughs> Look, you know my thoughts on Venom. I, know I don't. I, I don't want to get into this again because I don't know why you're picking stories that are just making me angry. <laughs> <laughs> but on, on a later note, I've not seen Venom, which is surprising considering I'm a Marvel freak, but I just decided to skip it. But Venom 2 has announced that the cinematographer is the cinematographer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Kill Bill. Mm. So surely that'll maybe... Well, do you know who the director is now? I don't. Andy Serkis is directing Oh, Venom yes, 2. I do know that. Sorry, I, I do know that. That's interesting as well. But... I am now interested. I'm actually... I, I probably still wouldn't see the first Venom movie because I could probably tell you what it's about without seeing it. I've heard it's very by the numbers, but if you're telling me you're getting Andy Serkis in to direct this, you're getting the cinematographer of Kill Bill and you've got Woody Harrelson in the sequel, I'm kind of I'm kinda in now. I'm kind of interested. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's quite, I'm, I will see it. I'll actually pay money. Well, I won't. I've got £17 a month, but I will use my £17 a month to go and see Venom 2. You've got £17 a month? I pay £17 a month for the movies. You need a new job. I you live on. I'm just going to freak it out. It's like a slightly uh, more expensive Will Smith movie, not £7, £17. Pounds. I've got an extra, extra oh, return Jesus. to play with. Two full roast chickens out of Morrison's for that. You can get well, what else can so, we discuss? Tommy Sheridan's Celtic video? I actually, I, I found a story <laughs> the other day. Um, did you hear about The Hunt? The movie The Hunt? And the controversy surrounding really that. Basically, <laughs> so, there's this movie at Universal called The Hunt, right? And it was basically about rich people in society are allowed to go out hunting poorer people. As mm-hmm. long as they're below like a certain bank balance. Ah, uh, con- that sounds like the pub. The controversy surrounding this is that after the shootings in America, oh, this I week, did see this. I did see this. In fact, yes, yeah, carry on, Trump. Yeah. The pressure from uh, the government and Trump, who blamed video games and violent movies uh, for the shooting instead of America's gun problem, um, has forced Universal to cancel the release of the movie. And there's people who are completely like raging about this because they're like, "You will cancel the release of a film, but you will not do anything about the gun problem." And a similar thing happened because Walmart has apparently stopped selling video games in their stores, and that's, but they'll still sell guns. That's apparently not true. Apparently that that's well, not true, or there's a twist on it. It's I'm not trying like... to tie a liberal agenda here, look, so for my interest, it's, it's extremely Chuff, true. You must be the most Americanized Erskine boy I've ever met in my life. You're so concerned about <laughs> American man. politics. It's but, unbelievable. But it's still, no, it's still a good point, the fact that Trump he just retweets that mad Mexican person all the time. <laughs> Trump is willing to go to the extreme lengths of cancelling a film, a 90-minute film, because he thinks it'll cause more violence within America, which is absolutely mental. Because think about how much money... It's not just that. Like, think about how much money, how many people's jobs are on the line for that. Like, exactly. People, people need to, like... People were actually going to get paid from what that film made, mm-hmm. essentially. And Trump's absolutely cancelled that. So now, if it goes straight to a DVD release, it's going to be significantly lower than anything else because advertising won't be a thing as well. And it's just, it's quite shite, to be honest. Um, and I'm not going to go, I'm not going to make this a podcast about how, if guns should be okay or not, because I'm not even going to go there. Because they shouldn't be. It's, but, it's not even a debate, is it? Like if you're, I, think, I, think, I think it's the person that does it. 
No, it's not, because okay. we don't have guns that'll shut up, Nicky. <laughs> I know. Listen to yourself, Truffles. But it's the truth. Like, the fact... Truffles, are we living in the... Are we living in the 1990s? Are we living in the 90s? Truff, Truff, Truff. I was just fascinated. I know you're joking, know that. but how long are we going to have this debate? Oh, it's violent movies that cause people to shoot people. Oh, it's oh, video games up, that cause people to shoot people. I'm preaching to the choir here. I don't care. It's fucking <laughs> stupid, but... It's stupid. Yeah, I know. I know. Idiots. Like, and all I your retweets won't make any difference. I'm outraged. It's worse than the seagulls, this, I'm telling you. Moving on, um, I want to um, Can we just up. clear up, man? We said this in the bit. Me and Truffles don't actually hate each other. They're actually very good friends. No, the no, fact no, no, is, no. Nicky <laughs> agrees with 100% of what I'm saying, but he just doesn't want <laughs> to say it. <laughs> He'd rather me ramble like an idiot than him even contribute slightly to the outrage. He just wants yeah. to sit back and listen to me get annoyed. Some people just want to watch the fun. Truff, I just really, Truff, I really want you to just take a back seat here. I want you to yeah. realise what you're saying. I realise that you are on a pip, that you are on a final warning, and you've got to meet my HR tomorrow. Oh, so, just give me a nice story then. It's not giving me stories that are getting me annoyed. Well, I'm not gonna, this might not get you annoyed, but it's a question I want to put to the panel. So I don't know if you've seen the film advertised Crawl. Nicky, have you seen this film nope. advertised Crawl? Right, it's basically from what I perceived it, and it looks like there's a big massive flood, and then there's this big massive alligator. So like, you know how you see like massive megalodon shark films and like big monster yeah. movies from like. So I think it's essentially that, but with an alligator. But the director of that film, he has decided that his next movie will have audience vote for ending on their phones. So. Whatever the film may be, and at one point the film the film's going to pause, and then you're going to have to get your phone out and vote for what ending you would like to see next, and the majority will win, and you'll see about that, Nicky. Aye. I like things that are just a wee bit different. Do just you like go, that? what if things are like this? Aye, go for it. Just try it. I don't think it'll be good. Do you not think people get quite annoyed when, for a start, in a dark room, you'll get your phone out for a start, which I know some people on this panel get annoyed at. Um... And I think thing the main is, problem is that not everyone uses their phone at the same speed. So there'll be people voting around putting away and then the older people that are there will be sitting. Very true, and that's something about to say. Like it will be I'm like sorry a for very... interjecting then. And no, it's absolutely fine, Nicky, don't you worry about it. But it's I'm just saying it might be an app you need to install, blah blah blah, and it goes through and it'll be like a five, ten minute adding on to the film itself to see an ending which that you might not even want. So no, Chuff, how do you feel about this? And to be honest, I know your answer is gonna be I don't think phones should be in the cinema at all. I hate phones in the cinema. It's not even phones, mate. It's I've like been on my phone beside the cinema. He's a pure liar about that. See, see if you don't have the fucking buzz to write your own ending and decide yourself well, what ending lines. is the best. I, which is pish. Like, oh, I'll write three that might be good. No, write your write your movie and show your movie. I hate this pish about voting for an ending. The audience doesn't have control over everything. Right? They're oh, not the ones trash. making the movie. <laughs> no, it's stupid. I don't like it. I didn't like Bandersnatch because of it. I don't like these choose-your-own-adventure things when you're a wee Wayne. That you it's would a do. game. It's not a game. It's a movie. There's a difference. Like oh, If you want to play a video game, go and play a video game. you think they are. It's no, a form of enjoyment. See, if he does it and people like it, who cares? I don't like it. Yeah, I'm exactly. Does it fucking matter? Don't go and see it then. I won't see it. Well, there you go. 
Like we've solved. sorted sorted that. That's what I agreed for you. Look, look, we've we've solved the issue. <laughs> I just Great. don't get why you get like so annoyed at the fact that people could enjoy something that you don't enjoy. <laughs> I just want I just want to stress the fact that Truff, before that question was even put out there, Truff said, Are you just picking topics to annoy me? And I thought this won't annoy him, this will engage him, this will make and it annoyed him even more than the <laughs> that's, topics. That's one of the things that gets me most annoyed. There's nothing I'm, better than Truffle just in a week on just prodding him with a stick trying See, to annoy him. Snatch, man. <laughs> A Bandersnatch, everyone was going on Bandersnatch this, Bandersnatch that, Bandershite, that's what I call it. I just could not be off sitting there, pressing a button, like, oh, I'm just trying to watch the movie, and then it's asking, I need to reach my PlayStation control, make sure it's turned on before the timer runs out, because then something bad will happen, I assume, if the timer ran out. It was stupid. Because you're not a gamer. You're not used to sitting there with your wee control. All I'm saying is, rise up gamers to Nikki because this is turning into first time gaming podcast. Films are at the way. I'm a local gamer. I am a local gamer. (laughs) Don't tell me about gaming. What were you going to say about gaming? I want to talk about games. I am a famous gamer. (laughs) I want to move on for this because this is turned into anarchy. Once again, this podcast just spirals out of control. Once again, common denominator is Truff. I just like to say that out loud. Thank you, Truff. And Nikki, Nikki, you are not a big Marvel fan, are you? No. No, but have you ever heard of the character Doctor Doom? Yes. Do you like Doctor Doom? Ah, he's alright, aye. Well, apparently the script is now finished, and it's going to be a push for Marvel to get the film out. Doctor Doom for Phase 5, I believe. So, what are you thinking of this? A Doctor Doom solo film? No, a Fantastic Four film. Doctor I was going to say, this is a Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Aye, go for it, man. <laughs> you like it? You truck, oh, Nicky. Mate, I would love to get into my fuck's sake. Fucking look. We had this discussion <laughs> literally about a month ago, and I said this is exactly what they shouldn't do with Doctor Doom. <laughs> Make him your villain. He is a great character. I don't want a movie about Doctor fucking Doom. What the fuck? Are you actually being serious? This is, are you barring me up? This is, an actual school this, this is not a real story. You're seriously barring me up right now. I was like, that is a fucking joke. I would, I've seen this story earlier on and I started laughing at how amazing this story has came about. They've Aye, actually, I've actually do- Doctor Doom they solo fi- movie. They've finished the script for Doctor Doom and apparently it's a huge push now for oh. Marvel to get it out. And Marvel has control of Fantastic Four and that's the headline here. Right. Let me just oh, tell you <laughs> it's straight. Right, these are the facts, right? They need a new villain because Thanos is dead, right? Doctor Doom oh, is that well, villain. Oh, hasn't seen it. So what are we going to do? Are we going to do? Are we doing Mad Maleficent shit? Where oh, you thought Doctor Doom was a villain, but in actuality, my friends, brothers and sisters, he is a hero. I don't want that. I don't want this shite. You've been I on that wrestling podcast too much. I you need to tone down a bit. I want them to do Doctor Doom as a baddie. Give me a Fantastic Four movie. Get Doctor Doom in there. What did you, what's the movie? Look, what's the movie? I don't know. I've not read what's the script. What's the movie? I've not read There's the no script. movie. Truff, Look, there is no movie. Truff, come on. Truff, come on. I'm sure that whatever Marvel have in plan for Doctor Doom, you're going to love it, mate. I'm they, not. I think they have the right idea, and I think they're pushing this forward. Hmm. And I think I just picked this article to piss you off. But on to the next one. So the last story I want to just mention is the fact that uh, I've only seen the trailer for the film New Mutants, which is an X-Men kind of spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake, <Luke. laughs> So, apparently, it's like a R-rated 
uh, X-Men film that wouldn't be like Logan, but it would be like, I think young mutants were taken into like a psych ward and like tortured and all that, Nicky. That sounds right up your street. Do do you agree, Nicky? I think that'd be good, I think. The teaser trailer, I believe, was released before Fox deal and Disney deal went on. So that means New Mutants is kind of up in the air between Disney, whether they want to release it or not. But apparently Disney have seen it. Because it was supposed to come out, I think, this month. I think it's it was supposed to come out the 2nd of August 2019. Exactly. So I think Disney have seen it. And it stars Maisie Bill. But Disney apparently are impressed with it. Not just in the fact <laughs> that it's bad, that they be bad, but it's also it's just a wee bit too violent for the X-Men. So... This could be another one of those lost films because the studio just doesn't want to deal with it and it might go straight to DVD in a year's time. Nicky, I want your opinion on it and Nicky's opinion on it alone at the moment. Release it now. Release <laughs> the film. Uh, I don't think Disney will want that. If, it, if, it, if they've watched it and think it's shit, it'll not be getting released. I think it's too violent. But that's then the problem with this, that you don't have different studios. Don't want to start mm-hmm. getting into this, right? Because Chuck will start going, ah, he's nut. <laughs> that's the problem with not having rival studios because they will just control all the output. They're right, mate. And as much as I'm enjoying the fact that all these properties are moving back to Disney, therefore Marvel is going to get a full cinematic universe with your Wolverine, your Cyclops, your X-Men, your Fantastic Four, all in the one place. But with that comes with The Simpsons now being owned by Disney. Oh, and... The Simpsons, but... Uh, exactly, mate. But and, like, stuff like this gets kind of filtered because it's not going to make money because of teams. But I'm going to move it calmly and slowly over to David Campbell. Hi, Luke. Right, tough. Take a breath first. Listen, I found this absolutely hilarious because he didn't only say, right, so this came from like a conference call with Bob Iger, all the shareholders, right? And he didn't just say New Mutants is shite. He basically said Fox is shite and we don't know what to do with them because he said that every idea they've had is pish. They've lost the money this year since they bought them and it was basically them blaming the new kids like for every problem they've had since they bought them over because th- what they didn't mention in that call is that the Disney Parks revenue is down considerably this year but they've decided just to blame Fox for absolutely everything like the new people who have came in. New Mutants is always been a problem right they've had hundreds of reshoots with it i don't actually think we're going to see it and if we do they're just going to put it on hulu i don't think it's going to come out in cinemas at this point um the wider point these we're talking about um with uh, disney owning everything and it being filtered down i completely agree with but you know uh, as is capitalism there's nothing much i can do about it apart from retweet a few things so we'll move swiftly on before i get annoyed move swiftly on to but there's not much. It's a slow news week, guys. It's a slow news week. And one thing I want to say was I don't know if Truff has mentioned it, but me and Truff and Kerry seen Hobbs and Shaw. Mm. And I've not seen Fast and Furious up till, I don't know, I think I stopped at four or five. And I seen Hobbs and Shaw, and you know what? I love them. I love it. And I just want to end on a pure nice note that I think all films are great. All of them are great. Dickie, don't you think all films are great? Yeah, I love them. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, I went and seen Once Upon a Time Hollywood. Bloody great. But, Truff, I'm putting it to you. Are you okay? Do you want to keep talking? I would I would happily talk about Hobbs and Shaw. I thought it was great. I had a great time. And the thing is, like, um, you two, you and Kerry, you said, let's go and see it. And I was like, sound? And it was just a wee night with your pals, going to see a nice wee movie about The Rock hitting things and Jason Statham hitting things and Roman Reigns hitting a spear out of nowhere. And I had a great time. So, did you go with Luke and Gary? That's cute. 
It was. It was. It was. It was great. You know? It was a lovely night, and I just want to end that nice note. That I just want to, again the message of the podcast is friends and being nice to one another. No getting fucking raging about guns in America when you live in Elskin. Um, but I that... lived in America, mate. I was in America. I thought oh. that you were on a whole long holiday. <laughs> I, you didn't experience what I did, right? I, 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 I've been through the ringer, right? With all that shit. Aye, for a fortnight, then up the road. Wow. Oh, Martin Freeman's back for Black Panther 2, by the I way. I did see that bad. I uh, know that news, I can be asked. But He's one the, th- the only white guy in Black Panther is back. One thing I will say, but I, I, read a, I read an article uh, last night, so apparently i seen It Will Mean Truff before Hobson Shaw. There was a trailer, which I've not seen before, for the Joker, the new trailer for the Joker. Mm. And it was a lot more... Uh, it didn't show much else, but it showed a bit more scenes. But I read something last night about how uh, Walking Phoenix got the laugh of the Joker by actually going to meet mental people and studying how they laughed and why they laugh and are they actually laughing or are they deeply hurt and that's the only way they can cope with it. So I want to just say that this Joker film may be actually pretty body mental. It's going to be pretty good. I think it's going to be class. I'm making a prediction. I think it gets certified a, class. I think it gets a Best Picture nomination. I think I think it could win it as well. I think there's a bit of awards for you because it would be historic. Truff, you're getting angry again. You've got your angry voice on. I want you to tone no, that right I'm down. I'm happy. I'm extremely happy. All right, because I thought the Joker movie would be shite. I didn't want it in the same way. I didn't want a Doctor Doom movie. I was very passionate about it, and I've never been more happy to be proven wrong up until this point. You've proved wrong quite a lot, right? <laughs> Well, on that note, I just want to say, see, well, Trump's happy, I'm going to end it there, because I like happy endings, and that's what Baby Driver's all about, and that's what life's about, <laughs> like happy, happy, endings. happy endings are good to have, and good to receive as well, so guys, I just want to say, <laughs> today's been a great day, a great morning, if you will, it's been great, I've enjoyed a big return Nikki, for this, I'm, Nikki, I'm going to put a statement in there and say, I think me and you have had the best podcast we've ever had on this, Podcast yeah, today. Gardens of the Galaxy will always be a, a fond memory of the start of our friendship. <laughs> but I think I think this is capped. I think me yeah, being been us good. being here together, coming back as one, the like, big return. Mm, uh, but truff eyes. What am I, a fucking next door neighbour? Fuck me. What's the next? What's the next podcast? Truffles. Pitch battle too. Which oh. leads me on to say, guys, Nikki will be hosting Pitch Battle too, I believe, um, and. Um, Truff will not be hosting that one again, so it's two weeks he's out because he's on a... It's he's been a... three weeks in a row. Higgins hosted last week and all. Oh, aye, there you go, Sinbin. Um... And eventually <laughs> Truff's going to let me host an actual one. Let, no, 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 no. I'm going to rebird that. I will let Nicky host because I'm the <laughs> You're in charge. I'm, 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 I'm the guy with the spreadsheet here. Let me tell you what's coming up. Right? We've got Pitch Battle 2 next week and then I'm hosting for two weeks in a row. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually other people will get to host again. A few when am I doing time. Annie Hall? You're doing Annie Hall... <laughs> <laughs> in September <laughs> what date? 23rd might not work for me actually why? Nicky I'll make it work we'll get this date rearranged sorted let's... around and you and then the next nah, one the 23rd's fine Luke, Luke you'll be I'm, back to I'm host I'm going to Manchester well. on the 20th of September Truff, Luke's going to be talk... back to host with Truff, this uh, spreadsheet is this spreadsheet is the old co this is old co spreadsheet <laughs> I'm making a new one I'm making a new one with better films better hosts and me as the leader. So next week is Pitch Battle 2 and it's going to be it's going to be off the chain, I believe. <laughs> off the chain. 
I, I suggest, and I think all the kids are going to love it. So, guys, it's it's been a great day. It's been a great moment. Are and... you going to just uh, see the plot of a game again, eh? And win? Is that your plan? Sorry, you missed that part out. You didn't miss that part. You said it. I won. I win. I won. I win. Duff, are you going to just absolutely shite it again and not compete? I will compete because yes. uh, I won. To make you lose. I'm going to. I'm going to throw the title out there. This is it. I'm cashing in the money in the bank, and I'm saying if Truff beats me at Pips Battle Two next week, he gets to host for the rest of the eternity. But if I win, I'm becoming <laughs> no. new. I'm becoming new host. I, no. and going to be a first time film. Look, I don't think you understand there is a, there is a spreadsheet. We have a spreadsheet. All right, and a spreadsheet. Listeners, I want to just stop it right there and say, tune in to next week to see who's going to be the host for the rest of eternity. Goodbye. We Bye. are the people. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant.